Seven Simple Hacks to Increase Your Productivity. Hey there, my friend. Welcome to another episode of the Mark Stucheski Podcast. Before we get started with the episode today, I have a question for you. Are you experiencing overwhelm? We're entering that time of year where the challenge of overwhelm goes up astronomically. But you have to realize a couple things. Number one, you're not alone. Everyone is either experiencing or will experience overwhelm. And I have something to help you out. I have a free guide that I titled 10 Quick Ways to Conquer Overwhelm. It's my gift to you. And to get it, you just have to go to overwhelmsucks.com. You did hear that correctly. Overwhelmsucks.com and get my free guide right now, 10 Quick Ways to Conquer Overwhelm. I've been saying for years that complexity is the gateway to procrastination. And complexity, if I lay all the cards on the table, is an enemy to your productivity. So I believe it's really important that you keep things as simple as possible. That's why I titled this episode, Seven Simple Hacks to Increase Your Productivity. I don't want to give you any more complexity, which may cause you overwhelm. So here are seven simple hacks that you can implement in your life to become more productive. Number one, get up before the sun. Now I've done another episode, an entire episode titled, does getting up before the sun make you more productive? I will link that in the show notes. But for this episode, I want to talk about getting up before the sun, getting up before that sun wakes up, beating the sun up, however you want to phrase it. Now, I've been getting up before the sun for so long, I can't remember the last time I didn't. It's crazy and it's weird, but I'll be honest with you. I feel like I'm cheating because I'm getting a head start on the day. Most people keep hitting the snooze button over and over and over again. Now, Getting up before the sun is not magical, as I talk about in the other episode, which I will link in the show notes, unless you do something productive. Now, listen to that carefully. Getting up before the sun is not magical unless you do something productive. If you just merely get up and endlessly or mindlessly scroll on social media or you watch the news, uh, you probably would have been better off staying asleep. At least your body could be resting and healing itself. Now, if the thought of getting up before the sun intimidates you or maybe irritates you (laughs) because you've never done it or it's been a while, you need to ease into it. So if you normally go to bed at two or three o'clock in the morning, well, getting up before the sun is not practical because you may sleep in until nine, 10 or 11 o'clock or later. So here's what you can do. You can let's say you normally get up at nine o'clock. So shift your wake up time back a half an hour to 8.30, and you're going to bedtime back a half an hour. And just keep moving it back until you're getting up before the sun. Now, don't overthink this. There's no magic formula. You know when the sun rises. If you don't know, look at the calendar. Go to Google and find out when the sun gets up. And just ease your wake-up time and your going-to-bedtime back enough so you get up before the sun. Don't 
overcomplicate this. Okay, I can't emphasize that enough. Once you achieve your goal of getting up before the sun, stay consistent. Consistency brings it into a habit. And yes, this means seven days a week, 365 days a year, weekends and holidays included. The only exception is if you are ill or recovering from surgery. Number two, plan your tomorrow the night before. Pretty straightforward. At the end of every day, I want you to gift yourself five to 15 minutes to think about your tomorrow. Now, I have a really easy equation for you here. Think about how many hours you're going to work tomorrow, then subtract what is already on your calendar. So if you're going to work nine hours tomorrow, take an hour for lunch, that's eight hours. Let's say you already have five hours of stuff on your calendar. That leaves three. Eight minus five is three. How much time do you need to fill in? Well, maybe you don't want to fill up all three hours. Maybe you want to fill in just two hours. You pick. And then the available time, I would argue that you need to fill with needle moving activities. Now, needle moving activities, real simple, is activities that are going to move you towards your goal or goals, I should say. Number three, as much as possible, stay away from people and activities that are negative and energy draining. I've yet to come across someone who is negative 24-7 and who is also productive. They're probably out there, and I'd be interested in having him on the Mark Strachowski podcast if you know anyone, but they are definitely a rarity. Tony Robbins talks a lot about being in state. And guess what? You're always in some kind of state, positive or negative, and I hope you choose that you are going to be in a productive state. Negativity will not get you there. Number four, reduce physical, emotional, and mental clutter. Now, physical clutter is easy to understand. Anything you don't need for the current task should be removed from your eyesight. But reducing emotional and mental clutter, that's just as important. Worry, stress, negativity, anxiety, depression, and other negative emotions affect your ability to focus and get things done. So don't just look at the physical clutter. Emotional and mental clutter is just as important. Number five, spend time being quiet. Now I get it. You have a lot to do. I have a lot to do, but when is the last time you were quiet? I'm not talking about you went to a monastery and you were, took a vow of silence like a monk. But in order to be productive, you got to take breaks. And here's the key thing I want you to understand. Whenever you begin to feel overwhelmed or stressed, not after you've reached the tipping point, but when you begin to feel overwhelmed or stressed, I want you to get up from wherever you're working I want you to walk outside. Yes, walk outside. But Mark, I'm on the 25th floor. Take the elevator down. Walk outside. If it is cold, grab a jacket. If it's raining, stand under a shelter. If you have to take the elevator to the ground floor, it's okay. If you're on the third floor, take the stairs. (laughs) No excuses here. Now, when you go outside, don't get on your phone. Don't talk to anyone refrain, this is going to be difficult, refrain from thinking about what you did work on, what you are working on, what you have to work on. And I just want you to be quiet. Maybe maybe close your eyes, 
take several deep breaths, and just be present for a few minutes. These these breaks do not take very long, but they're going to help your productivity because it's going to help you with the emotional and mental clutter we just talked about. Now, even better, if you want to take it to a next level, take a short walk around the block or in the parking lot. Even better than that, if there are some trees near you or woods, walk over there and listen to the birds singing and the wind blowing through the trees. Maybe you can walk a little bit into the forest if it's safe. It's amazing how much nature can help you calm down and focus. Michael Brakes that I'm talking about here can take anywhere from a few minutes to 10 or 15 minutes. This is not a three-hour break unless that's what you want to take. The length is not what matters. It's about taking the break and relaxing your brain. Number six, do what you love. When you're doing what you love, preferably where you love to do it, it's much easier to be productive. While not impossible to be productive doing stuff you don't like to do, it's certainly more challenging. If you're not doing what you love right now, gift yourself some time to think about this. I mean, literally, put it on your calendar and think about what you want to do. Go grab a notebook, pen, maybe some water, and just freestyle brainstorm what you love to do. I promise you, if you gift yourself this time, something will jump off the page for you. And when you have an idea, then you begin to implement it. And finally, number seven, get plenty of consistent quality sleep. Aim for seven to nine hours of sleep on every day that ends in Y. And just so there's no confusion, this means Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Yes, on holidays and weekends. Again, the only exception, if you are recovering from an illness or surgery, sleep as long as your body needs to sleep. If it needs 20 hours of sleep, you give it 20 hours of sleep. There's a reason why when you are recovering, rest is so important. Now, when you're fully rested, you give your body the energy to help you get things done, also known as being productive. Now, If you combine number one and seven, now number one is get it before the sun. Number seven is get plenty of quality, consistent sleep. You are going to feel extremely energetic and be able to get a lot of stuff done. That's what I do. Now, I wear an Apple Watch to bed to track my sleep. And six out of seven mornings, I wake up before the Apple Watch alarm goes off. You don't need an Apple Watch. There's plenty of apps that just use your phone or you can have someone wake you up or whatever the case may be. But I can't emphasize enough consistent quality sleep. Now, here's my question to you. Which of these seven things are you not doing now that you are going to begin today or tomorrow, depending on when you're listening to this episode? Now, What I want you to do is I want you to go to my website, mrproductivity.com, and I want you to click the contact tab, and I want you to send me a message. See, when you hear a question like that, like, which of these seven things are you going to do starting today or tomorrow? And you think about it, the chances of you actually doing them is really, really tiny. But if you go to mrproductivity.com and you share it with me, that's called accountability. If you want to take that even further, 
Tell your friends. Maybe make a TikTok or YouTube or Instagram video and tell people, hey, heard this podcast. He gave me these seven things in order to be more productive. I'm not doing whatever number it is for you. I want you to know I'm going to start doing that. When you involve other people with the accountability, it takes your your ability to get those things done to a whole nother level. So don't be a passive listener. Actually reach out to me at mrproductivity.com and then tell your friends and then tell the world on social media. And if those people are your friends, not talking about social media, I'm talking about your friends, and they go, hey, um, John, Jenny, Sally, Bobby, you said you're going to start getting up before the sun. How's it going? And then you have to tell them, uh, I'm not doing it yet. <laughs> and it's amazing of the power of social accountability. So I really mean, I want to hear from you. So please go to mrproductivity.com, click the contact tab, and let me know because that's going to help you and it's going to help me. I want to thank you so much for giving me your attention and your ears. I don't know what you're doing. Maybe you're walking the dog. Maybe you're on a plane. Maybe you're doing housework. Whatever you're doing, I really appreciate you being here and listening to me. I truly and most sincerely hope that this episode helped you. I'm really humbled that you gave me your time. And until we talk again, which will be real soon, my friend, stay productive and stay positive.